0: This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hi, I'm Seth Peterson.
1: Hi, I'm Debbie I'm Rhonda
0: Schwartz. I'm George Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi,
1: this is Charlotte
0: Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backseat. Hi, Board. this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're
1: listening to Talking Pets. Talking pets. Talkin pets.
0: Talkin
1: pets. And you're listening to Talking Pets. Talking Pets. Talking pets. Talkin pets with John Patch. John. You're listening to Talking Pets with John Patch.
2: Joining us from Livingston Animal and A. Hospital out of Lutz, Florida is
3: Dr. Suzanne Toper.
2: Here to answer your medical questions, your bird questions, and your behavior questions about your pets at 844-305-7800. When you call into that number, you'll speak with Quinn, and he'll put you on the air with us. That's 844-305-7800. The show is produced here at the farm by the ever-so-lovely Zach Buten. Yes, I figured I'd let you say it yourself. Oh, really? That's the first time ever. Hi, baby. Right now, we want to hear from you at eight four four three oh five seven eight zero zero.
1: Tell me something, girl. Are you happy in this modern world? Tell me something, boy
3: Aren't you tired trying to fill that
2: And once again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Welcome along. I'm John Patch.
3: And I'm Dr. Sue Topher.
2: And I'm Zach Buten. Have you heard this song yet?
3: No, I haven't.
2: It's actually Bradley Cooper. Really? With uh, Lady Gaga. It's from the movie... Um, Stars Born. Yeah, it was actually... I have not
3: seen it. It was
2: so good. Very good movie.
3: I'm going to. This,
2: um, This made me cry in the movie. Yeah, it, there's... Yeah. It made me cry. It, this is a very emotional moment in the, in the film. But, um... There's a couple of them actually Very emotional moments But uh, it was done very well And I, I think I'm wa- I'm actually excited About the Oscars this year Because I think There's some interesting films That I she think Are going to be nominated And I really hope This one will I, I hope t- she wins So uh, sh- You know she She wasn't nominated Was she for the Golden Globe? No I don't think I don't she think was. she was either
3: No I think Was the song Something was
2: The song was I, yeah. song I believe was Yes but um, but not her, which I was shocked Because yeah. she was great in this movie Phenomenal um, It was very natural I mean, and that's the one thing If you could be natural in a movie, that's pretty cool mm. it Seemed like it was her normal day life right. Living the way that Lady Gaga I don't know if you've
0: ever seen any of behind-the-scenes things It's uh, very just like her
2: You know, the weird part is I, I've heard stories that she's pretty cool And yeah, she's I've been here in, in our neck things. of the woods in Tampa a number of times Yeah Absolutely And um, she had a concert Down in Ybor City Which is like For us Everybody listening It's kind of like New Orleans right. uh, Ybor City here In Tampa Bay And um, she was doing A concert there Before she Struck it famous um, Right before She struck it famous And she was charging $20 a ticket To go into the uh, That's amazing Into the concert In Ybor And um, I forget I think I was doing the show or something But I couldn't go But I wanted to go But um, right after that Then her tickets Went up to like Hundreds of dollars Yeah and um, <laughs> I forget what happened She did something And all of a sudden I don't know if it was her first song Or something But she, you know She did it right though too Because she actually got um, You know She got a lot of attention By being quirky Right I mean The one time she wore that meat dress Yes The you yeah, know, famous to, meat dress Right To protest uh, meat mm-hmm. um, Which I have to admit Was pretty cool But I would not want to be Sitting next to her new no. At the she award can show She pull it off though Boy I She have, does
3: I have just always thought She's the coolest lady I ever yeah, since the beginning
2: cool. the bizarre cool. part about her though is that you know i don't get it she really if you really listen to her voice and she's done some songs with tony bennett mm-hmm. if you listen to her voice she's pure she's got a pure yeah. really good voice but a lot of places like you know like a lot of people out they don't start on american idol where they have no. a little a lot more help um she started from the bottom up and uh oh she was kicked out of a lot of bars oh yeah she was and um you know they didn't like her or anything Especially like that and where she's from new york Yeah, but it's hard, too, because, I mean, she does have the belief about she loves animals, and, Mm -hmm. you know, she hates the way that we treat them on on this planet, and, you know, a lot of us do, but there are people out there that say, hey, you know, mind your own business or whatever, and it's not minding your own business, it's just a cause that you believe in, like, for me... I gave up red meat for three years and I started losing so much weight that I I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to work it, work through it. There's a company actually that's coming on the show with us in about two weeks and it's, um, how to be a vegan and they help you through it. They teach you and so on, which I think is kind of cool. And I think they're coming on in about two weeks. I find that a little fascinating. You you know, an old friend of yours is too, right? Oh, which one? He's a vegan. Oh, is he vegan? Mm -hmm. But yeah, I thought you were going to say Linda Blair, because so is she. Oh yes. Um, you know, I was watching I was watching a show last night. Uh, what was it? I think it was Modern Family. And um, Ed Bagley Jr. was on the show. And he was on our show, like, what, two, three years ago? At least. And um, so then he's, he's quirky. Yes. And I've yeah. met him in L.A. And um, nice guy, though. Really nice guy. Mm-hmm. But he had this one line um, where he he was like, okay, I just want to put it out there. Yes, I don't eat meat. I'm a vegan. But I do wear deodorant. And everyone that's a vegan needs to. And I was like, "Oh my god, that's so true." <laughs> have you ever been around a vegan? Yes. Like when. Quite I, aromatic.
1: I don't think
3: I have.
2: Because they won't wear deodorant, and um, it's, it's got a uh, animal byproduct. Oh, in it. Okay. Yeah, okay. and it's it's tough to stand next to them.
3: I don't. Yeah, I'm yeah, surprised they haven't figured odor-ish. out how to make one that doesn't.
2: Yeah, right. it's called I'm, patchouli. I'm, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I would sit there and I'd be like, uh. uh You know, I almost, like... gasping for air. That kind of musky odor, to me, makes me kind of gag. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, you know, but, uh, you know, I I stand behind what they stand for, which is pretty cool. But, um, what are you laughing about? Namaste. Hey, the number is 844-305-7800. Dr. Sue is in the house. If you have a question, medical behavior, or if you have birds, now is the question, Uh, that's but you can ask uh, Dr. Sue because she is actually an expert in bird care. So um, pick up the phone, give us a call, 844-305-7800, 844-305-7800. That's the number to call with your questions, but we want to hear from you. So, And even if you have a comment, we welcome that as well. So I always say one thing with the show is that, you know, it's not our show, it's everybody's show. And if you've got something to say, pick up the phone and call we don't like it, we'll hang up on you. <laughs>
3: yeah. I've never seen you do that, John. We
2: we
0: may poke a little bit of fun too. But yeah, it's
2: just good fun. Eight four four three zero five seven eight zero zero. You know, this flu is going around, and it's had me. Literally in bed for a week. You I mean, the, it, it, that, it's one of those that's just not leaving you. No, like it you're left that, with the symptoms. It's horrible because I, I was sitting, mm-hmm. I'll sit in my office and work from home and I'll sit in here all day, which is good. It's not, it, I'm not around anybody and everything else. And if I have to run oh, yeah, into the bathroom, the bathroom's that. right there. But I'll tell you, right after I get done working for the day, I'm in bed. Yeah. So, and it's been, it's been crazy. I mean, I could still, I'm still sniffling and stuff like that, but. I was wondering, because I was feeding the birds earlier, my parrots, and then I was feeding the cats. Cats aren't aren't susceptible to getting a human cold, are they? But birds can?
3: There's that avian flu that is the really bad one, but we don't really see it here, per se. So... No, you really isn't anything you have to worry too much about with birds. Yeah, Because I, mean, I know they've
2: got a sensitive respiratory system. Yeah,
3: you shouldn't really be kissing them or letting them...
2: Oh, please, I'm not kissing about my about that that birds. Stuff. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be losing do, a lip. People do, people <laughs> do. Or an eye for them. Yeah. No, especially Zachary. He'd go right in for the kill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. Pick up the phone and give us a call. 844-305-7800 844-305-7800 and we come back Dr. Sue's got a story for us and uh, we're ready for your questions we want to talk to you give us a call this is Talking Pets Does your dog itch, scratch, stink or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help Order a 90 day supply of Dynavite Dynavite for life Pick up two tubes of Dogosuds Get the third tube free Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Doggo Sud Shampoo.
3: Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. Great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats.
2: But no itchy, harsh chemicals.
3: Lather up, rinse away.
1: Try Doggo Suds. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com.
0: D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com.
1: Oh. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
3: The New York State Office of Parks, Recreation and Historic Preservation and American Bird Conservancy announced that a feral cat colony at Jones Beach State Park has been removed from the park. Since August 2018, 26 feral cats were trapped, examined by veterinarians, and relocated from Jones Beach State Park to cat sanctuaries. The cats were removed humanely over time, in cooperation with cat caretakers who helped with trapping and locating acceptable shelters. In addition, all structures erected for the cats at the park have been removed. This is a very positive outcome that safeguards piping plovers and ensures a comfortable life for the cats, said Grant Sizemore, director of ABC's Invasive Species Programs. The protective plovers that nest at Jones Beach State Park and many other species will have one less threat to contend with and the cats have a safer place to live out their lives. State Parks also continues to trap and remove any cats found outside the former cat colonies. Signage has been posted throughout the park indicating that the abandonment and feeding of cats is prohibited, and park police are actively enforcing this prohibition. State Parks' actions fully comply with the settlement of a lawsuit filed by ABC in March 2016, which alleged a violation of the Endangered Species Act. The lawsuit was based on a concern that New York State Parks was not doing enough to ensure that the nesting piping plovers, a species listed as endangered in the state of New York and threatened under the Federal Endangered Species Act, were sufficiently protected from harm by the feral cats. State Parks Commissioner Rose Harvey said, Jones Beach State Park is simply not an appropriate place for stray or abandoned cats. We are pleased this agreement with American Bird Conservancy strikes a sensible balance between protecting the piping plover and relocating the feral cats that have been dropped off in the park in as humane a manner as possible. American Bird Conservancy is grateful to State Parks for their cooperation and for moving swiftly to meet the requirements of the settlement, added size more. Relocating the feral cats builds on State Parks' efforts to protect piping plover habitat at Jones Beach State Park, including pre-season fencing of plover nesting areas, signage, monitoring, protective barriers on nests, public education and outreach, driving restrictions and predator monitoring reporting for talking pets i'm dr Suzanne tober
1: this is the place to set ourselves free. We're to life and this is the place to set ourselves free.
2: Call at eight four four three zero five seven eight zero zero. You're listening to Talking Pets. Don't forget, you can check us out and join uh, Darla on our Facebook Live there at Talking Pets Radio, T A L K I N Pets Radio, Talking Pets Radio. But Sue, you know that story that you were reading about the uh, the cats and everything. It's it's always. Um, it's always a great thing, that actually, the TNR program, that's what I like, mm-hmm. is that they trap and release, right. um, neuter and release. I don't know if they did that with, with these cats, did they?
3: Well, it said primarily that they were relocating them to cat sanctuaries.
2: Okay, well then they'll probably be neutered there, I would yeah, imagine, right? Yeah,
3: I'm sure they will be all neutered. I guess the thing... John that and it can be very controversial and there is no 100% perfect answer because the cat population problem outdoors the feral cats it's, it's a big problem and a lot of people feed them and a lot of people do everything they can to help but It's monumental. They reproduce so quickly and they do have an impact on wild bird populations. There's just no doubt about that. So you get arguments on
2: both sides. Not only birds, though, too. I mean, rabbits as well. Um, You know, a cat will take a rabbit down very quickly. Sure. Um, But the thing is, is that, you know, somebody once said a cat is just like a lion or or a tiger. It's just that they're in a mini body, so they can't do the damage. That a regular lion or a tiger would do right um it made a lot of sense to me when i read the article on it too and so i, I thought yeah you know what when, I'm, a, I'm a cat daddy so i watch my cats all the time and the way they act sometimes sometimes i don't even I, uh, I don't even understand why they're acting the way they are but um it confuses me sometimes but uh most of the time i think 95 percent of the time i understand my cats yeah but well, there's that five percent <laughs> that comes in there and goes what the heck is wrong with you?
3: Like it's we almost, were talking about before the show, they yeah. are their own little alien beings. Yeah. But the <sighs> thing that's unique, I think one person explained it to me one time, is about our domestic cats, quote-unquote, is they're predators, but they're small, so they're also kind of prey for certain species, too. True. So, you kind of get both sides of the coin, in a way, in a behavior manner, but, and you know how it is, some people, cats, if they want to get outside... They will be determined. They'll find a way. They'll oh, yeah. scoot out the minute you open the door. There are some cats that it's difficult to keep inside, and they'll come home with small animals and birds. It's it's a difficult problem. I mean, I really, it's a hard one.
2: I find it interesting because, you know, my cats are indoors. Any place where they go outside is around the pool, but it's caged in. But uh, there's times that I'll come home or whatever. I'm out and I'll walk in and here's one of their toys sitting at the front door. And I'm like, oh, they welcomed me home. Mm-hmm. So they do bring those gifts, whereas my cats are indoors, so the only gift they can bring is something that's manufactured. Right. Um, but if they're outdoor cats, yeah, they're going to bring dead rats or mice or birds or whatever and dump them at your front door for sure. sure. Or go after your feet while you're asleep. Oh, I had my cat do that. It wasn't when I was sleeping. I was walking down the hallway, and I swear she intentionally tried to kill me. I mean, she ran between my feet. That's what they do. They plop. Oh, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. And Winter, my white cat, she just won't move. I mean, you got to work your way around her. Mm-hmm. Like, summer, I'll say, move, and she'll move. Right. But winter? Like, I'm here. Yeah, winter's like, moving. no, I'm not moving. Go around me.
3: She says, I'm the winter queen.
2: Yes, and she acts that way. <laughs> Yoss queen. She's more like the ice queen, yeah. 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. So what about um with the reproduction of cats? How soon can one cat, one female cat, have kittens? Like is it six months of age? Yeah, or? In about
3: six months. Some of them will start going into heat for sure. So, definitely less than a year. But between six months and a year, they'll start coming into heat, and they don't waste any time if they have access. To getting impregnated That's for sure
2: So when that cat Has eight kittens Which is possible Mm -hmm. um, And then all of a sudden Six months later Those eight kittens Are having kittens Right It just goes on And on and on
3: Exponential John It just really is So I think the people That work with the the Populations do an Excellent job of Trapping and release But you can't catch 100% of them Right It's really difficult To fix it 100%
2: But remember When you see them outside If you see a little chip Taken out of their ear They are neutered Or spayed So don't worry about them once again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. We want to hear from you. So pick up the phone, 8, uh, 844-305-7800, 844-305-7800. This is Talkin' Pets.
1: Today's episode is sponsored by Hanover Square Press and the secret language of cats. How to understand your cat for a better, happier relationship by Suzanne Schatz. Have you ever wondered what your cat is saying? In The Secret Language of Cats, Schatz offers a crash course in cat phonics to help you crack the cat code. Perfect for the fans of the lion in the living room and the inner life of animals. The Secret Language of Cats by Suzanne Schatz is available for purchase today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. 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 PetLifeRadio.com.
2: And don't forget to check out our website at talkinpets.com, T A L K I N pets.com. And if you like to watch us on Facebook Live, you can do so at Talking Pets Radio. And don't forget, in February, we will be broadcasting from the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show, so stay tuned for that. And there's going to be a lot posted on Instagram as well as it will be posted on our Facebook and Twitter as well. So you'll see a lot that's going on at Westminster that. Most people don't see, so don't forget to check it out. But right now, give us a call at 844-305-7800.
1: Welcome to another edition of Talking Pets Rewind. From time to time, Hollywood's finest stop by Talking Pets to talk with us and you about our pets and animals. And with so many big stars coming on Talking Pets, John Patch is never starstruck. Okay, maybe never
0: is too strong a word. We want to welcome on the talking Pets, Miss Betty White. Hey, Betty, how you doing?
1: I'm doing fine. Thank you, John.
0: You know, it is is always an honor. It's always a pleasure. I love you.
1: Oh, John, I don't have to believe that, but oh, it sounds good. Thank
0: you. It's the truth. I love you. I mean, I really, really do love you. Betty, I mean, it's just, I'm not saying this to say it. I mean, I don't say those things. You really are the nicest person in the world. Uh Uh-huh. And you make my life complete by uh, just being a friend of yours and knowing you. Will you marry
1: me? Of course. I, I, I don't mean to be hard to guess. Of course. It all came as a delicious surprise. <laughs> if we do get married, John, we have to move into
0: the zoo. I'm fine with that.
1: <laughs> It'll be a simple ceremony, but, a, but an exotic one.
0: We'll have our guests who will be an orangutan and an elephant. <laughs>
1: and an elephant, and I have a few other friends that I'll surprise you with. Uh,
0: but, okay, now, if we have to pick a certain species, Betty, at the L.A. Zoo, who do we move in with? Well, Bruno and... And I have sort of a. Are you uh, cheating on me already? Yes,
1: yes. Daddy, I can't He's believe about it. a 400 pound orangutan, and he and I have a very special relationship. Oh, no. There's another big celebrity marriage going down the tube? Even before it made the National Enquirer? Let's see how this one turns out. Love and
0: a marriage. They go together like a horse and carrot. Betty White. She's my new wife. <laughs> I
1: should get a, a, a stunt check. Ooh, stunt check. Uh, she does know John well. Maybe better luck next time.
0: That was Ms. Betty White. You know her, like I said, from the Golden Girls, also from uh, Morris Animal Foundation. If you'd like to help out Morris in behalf of Miss Betty White, please check out their website at morrisanimalfoundation.org or give them a call at 1-800-243-2345.
1: Or you can find that info at TalkingPets.com On the links page. T-A-L-K-I-N Pets.com Well, that was kind of a thrill. That's never happened before. We love you, Betty. You
3: can't have none. You can't have
1: one without thee. Until next time, for Talking Pets, Rewind, I'm Bob Page.
2: No, sir. You know, it's amazing, actually, um, with Betty, is that, um, God, I think I've known her now for... Maybe twenty years or or more right. at least, and um, and it's she's an amazing woman, absolutely amazing, and uh, she's the nicest woman you can imagine. And w- in that piece, when I said, she, you know, she's just pure and natural, and just one of the nicest people I've ever met. She is the nicest people, person I've I've met, and um, just amazing woman, just, and so much fun. Oh yeah, I she's mean, she's got a.
3: Her sense of humor is incredible. It
2: but. is. It really is. And even for her age now, which she's 96. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, the weird part was, is that I, I always kind of, she reminded me, of, I hate to say this because we were always like, you know, we're going to date, we're going to, you know, da-da-da. We would joke around with each other. But the thing is, is that she always reminded me of my mom. Mm-hmm. She had the personality of my mother. Um, and I wish my mom was here to have met her. Yes. Um, Because uh, it would have been a nice uh, interaction there. They would have had a blast together. I think they would have, yeah. yeah. I mean, I could just see there's such a similarity between the the two of them. But, um, you know, and Betty, one time, um, I was in L.A., at the L.A. Zoo with her, and Bobby was with us and all, and we were driving around in a golf cart and checking out all the, you know, exhibits at uh, the L.A. Zoo and all, and then we went and had lunch. And we're sitting there in this... It was a private room, and we were sitting there in the, in the lunchroom having lunch, and my sister's son, Ryan, uh, just got diagnosed with um, diabetes, and he was airlifted um, to a hospital, and they weren't sure if he was going to make it or not. And he was, oh, wow. At that time, he was 11 years old, and um, thank God he made it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as the time, this was a little time after that, you know, he was feeling better, and Betty's like, let's call him. And oh, I was like, Really? and um all of a sudden she, i gave her the number and she starts dialing it and i had my ear like we we're like you know we had the phone between the two of us uh-huh. you know this was years ago so all of a sudden i'm listening and i hear my sister answer the phone she's like hello and betty's like uh, and i told her marianne and, she, and betty's like marianne is Brian there and she's like who's this and she goes betty white she's like john <laughs> 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 she thought it was like a whole joke that i was pulling right, off right. on her and um, Betty's like, no, John's right next to me, your brother, but this is Betty. And my sister was floored. And then she put Ryan on the phone, and, and Betty had a nice conversation with Ryan. It was something I'll never forget. So um, That's cool. Yeah. So And then she got back on the phone with my sister and chastised her for letting Ryan watch the uh, the movie that she was in at that time, Lake Placid. Uh-huh. So oh, that was about geez. the time that she talked to him, because she said, yeah, I was a potty mouth in that movie. Oh, it's like yes you were. <laughs> uh, amazing and she's cared for animals all her life. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's just been so animal friendly. But what a career. What yes. an iconic yeah, career. It's still going on. Yeah. Yeah, and she's still pushing and yeah. uh, the one thing she said is the one thing that keeps her alive is working. If she stops working then she wouldn't be alive. And there's a lot of truth to that.
3: There is. I do I think you have to be productive. Yeah, somehow. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether you get paid for it or not. I think it's good for people to be productive
2: but I also think it's important to have something in your life in terms of like if you don't have another human in your life to have at least animals in your life and Betty's always Mm -hmm. had animals um she the recent I think it was the last year or two years ago she lost Pontiac which was a you know her uh, golden retriever Mm -hmm. but um so I'm not sure what she has now but um but it's been important for her to have a pet in her life her dogs and stuff and I, I know what it's like with my cats you know I come home my cats are there and you guys got to know what it's like. I mean, you, mm-hmm. Zach, you come home and Walter's right there waiting for me. Yep, and Walter's a corgi. Yep, my big old corgi. He's I not big uh, corgi too. I don't even have to ask Dr. Sue. What do you? What menagerie oh, do you have going on?
3: <laughs> well, I have three dogs at home right now, um, two cats, twelve birds, and I have some at the clinic as well. But some of it is John, and I'm sure this is what happens to Betty. is you don't go looking, they find you. You know, there's always it. It hurts so badly to lose them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it never gets easier. But there's kind of always one waiting who needs you, and somehow it works out that way. So that's we, just we how talked it is. about
2: that recently, and it's a, it's a good idea. I mean, you got to adopt, and I told my niece this. Uh, Dana, she lost her her dog of like 15 years or so, um, and her dog Daisy was a Yorkie. And I said, you know, don't let anybody tell you when to do it, but when you're ready, you'll know it. But I said, you know, in, in hosting a pet show and being around pets all my life for 30-some you know, years, um, I look at it this way. I'm not replacing the one that passed away, but I'm right. giving the life to another one. Because some of those pets that are in, like, the shelters or rescue groups, they won't see a good life. Right. Um, they'll be put down, or maybe they'll be adopted by someone that they shouldn't have been adopted by. So if you're giving that pet... You're taking them home, you're giving them a good home. That's what the difference is. That's what makes it, you know, powerful, is that you've saved the life again. Right. That's the way I feel about my new ones, winter and uh, summer. I mean, they're both shelter cats, and I adopted older. I mean, when I adopted rain and uh, snow, and you know them, of course, very well, Mm -hmm. um, they were kittens. And um, snow was a lost cause. They wanted to put him at six weeks of age. They wanted to put him to sleep because he was just already just a mess um but i took him with rainy and he was still a mess as he was growing up (laughs) but um but uh rainy was perfect but But he deserved
3: uh, a chance yeah he did
2: and 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 what the weird part was is when i went to into the shelter to look at getting a cat rainy 100 percent picked me that paw came through that cage and she would not put it back until i Mm -hmm. touched it and every time i touched it she kept putting her paw back in my hand exactly (laughs) like i'm here take me home and i and i remember dr michelle i said to dr michelle i said i'm taking her i said and she's like well you know she's a drop off and she's got some problems but we'll fix them and yada yada so i had to wait a little while but then i said um you know she was like she looked at me she says two is always better than one which is very true Mm -hmm. but she says would you consider adopting the white and gray one And I said, oh, wow. I said, look at him now. And she's like, I'm not going to tell you that he doesn't have his problems because he does. Well, I took him home with Rainy. And it was great other than the point that, yeah, he had his problems (laughs) from day one. But I still loved him and I still took care of him. And I I dealt with him as best as I could. And he lived to be 17 and a half. Rainy lived to be 19. There you go. It's a long life. So when they do pass Mm -hmm. away, it hurts. Hurts a lot. But, you know, there's people to talk to and friends, but it's always good to save another life. Yes. You're listening to Talkin' Pets. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. Again, this is Talkin' Pets.
3: Molly, here's your dinner. (laughs)
0: There's a six-inch tray for large bowls and a four-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y dot com. Let's talk Pets. Let's talk pets on Pet
1: Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLiferadio.com. Pet <laughs>
2: Petco is shutting down its Doctors Foster and Smith business, a catalog and online retail of pet supplies. The closure taking effect February 12th means the loss of 289 jobs in Rhinelander, Wisconsin, according to the Star Journal reporting. Petco will maintain its live Aquaria business, which has 59 employees in Rhinelander. Employees of Doctors Foster and Smith will see their employment end in 60 to 120 days. The Star Journal quoted a company statement, taking into account the needs of modern pet parents, shifting consumer preferences, and the ongoing evolution of the Petco brand. We believe this will enable us to streamline operations and better focus on our core business and customers. The company continued, this decision has not been an easy one, nor has it been made lightly and we appreciate that it has a very real effect on both individuals and the broader community in Rhinelander. Petco purchased the Dr. Foster's and Smith business in 2015. Right now, you're listening to Talking Pets.
3: Hi, this is Frances Fisher. You're listening to Talking Pets with John Patch.
2: To talking pets, I'm Sean Patch.
0: I'm Dr. Suzanne Toper, and I'm Zach Buten. Patience,
2: what is virtue? (laughs) Should have had that mic on virtuous with your patience. It's like it's hard to concentrate today the way it is, you know, because I'm I'm, I'm on this cold medicine and trying to deal with the flu, and trying to then he points at things, and he totally throws me off balance today. You can't do that. Look at that board and that clock. Pay attention to it. Point. Whatever, I'll point. point. I'll throw you right in the pool. <laughs> 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. That's the number to call. So pick up the phone and give us a call. You know, the weird part is around the country, we need jobs. We don't need, you know, consolidation in terms of, like, making things... Well, what was the words they word they used at Petco? It was like, um, they're... In a statement, they Streamline said... line or something? Yeah. Taking taking into account the needs of modern pet parents, shifting consumer preferences, and the ongoing evolution of the Petco brand. That's kind of... um, I don't know. It's kind of a, a wide way of looking at things uh, in a statement, but it's not like they're hurting. Not no. that I know of.
3: I don't know. Maybe I just figure somewhere, John, somewhere, somehow, it is all about the money for somebody. I mean... I, there's a reason.
2: It's always about money. Yeah, no, right, you're right. right. It does. It does come down to that. It's, right.
3: And
2: the thing is, that's weird. Is that ugh, I'm gonna kill him. Point. <laughs> point. That's why you get pointed at. <laughs> so the thing is, is that um, don't touch it. It does come down to money, though. I mean, right. and it, it's it's. It's sad because it seems to be we seem to be in such a greedy world that everybody wants to make more money and be bigger and bigger and bigger and richer, and richer and richer and richer. But it seems like the richers, the rich, the rich people get richer, but the poor people are just getting poorer, or mm-hmm. and even and even lose their jobs. Yeah. Right, and the mm-hmm. middle class are going through the same thing. It's mm-hmm. like it's uh, it's almost like the middle class are becoming the poor. Right. So uh, it's it's a very scary world, and unless we balance it out somehow, and I always thought. I know a lot of people wouldn't agree with this, but there should be a cap on what people can make. Mm-hmm. And especially like CEOs and, and owners and companies, sure. put a cap on that and who then whatever needs that much money. Well, really, that's just it. What do you need ugh. it for? And the other thing too is that put a cap on it and then whatever is going over that cap, give it to the people who are making you that money. Because a lot of times the CEOs and stuff are out on the golf course, or doing this or that. Hey, mm-hmm. hey sorry if you hate me right now, but um, but I know this for a fact: the employees are busting their butt to make you all that money. So they don't care about give them that. a bonus, give them a commission, pay them for it. You know, and mm-hmm. that's the thing. You know, animals don't necessarily have jobs. Um, a working dog may, um, you know, a police dog or whatever of that effect. But you know, and they do need to work. But you don't see a dog like going. I need a million dollars. Right. It may want a million bones, but that's not bad.
3: Yeah, but animals are far more noble than we.
2: Extremely, <laughs> and and there's so much more that we can learn from them. And um, but the weird part is, is that most people look at them like they're stupid or a pet or they they own it, and that's changing. Yeah,
3: now mm-hmm. we are arrogant as humans. Often, it, it's true.
2: So a lot but more people. Not
3: everybody, and God bless the people who do realize that but
2: i just think uh, the mentality of the human beings on this planet needs to change um we need to go back where we start caring about our neighbors and Mm -hmm. and everybody else it's not just about me 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 right very true well this has been a very heartfelt hour (laughs) 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 but it's
3: true it is all true it's
2: very true and i'll tell you if you don't have an animal in your life you should um, They'll teach you a lot. <laughs> they will. They'll teach you a ton. And the thing is, is that not only that, but if you go to a shelter or rescue group, and if people continue to start, not not start, but continue to spay and neuter their pets, maybe we can actually, you know, kind of level off the pet population because it is overpopulated. Mm. And a lot of these animals are put to sleep and their lives are ended. Beautiful creatures. It's because we're ignorant enough to let them reproduce. So um Correct. You know, get them spayed and neuter. Go to your local vet. You, you mean we should also spade and hu- neuter some humans, too? Oh, I, I would love to do some humans ah. that way. I, I know one in particular. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I know one, too. It's I a, know one, too. Yeah, it's a male, and he should not ever breed again. He's got something growing on his head. Yeah, I don't know what that is. 844-305-7800 is the number. And um, don't forget, uh, keep yourself healthy. There's a big flu going around. I've got it. Sue, you had it. Stay away from me. I had me. something. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Ew, get away from me. Oh, don't worry, it's your turn. No, I already was sick. No, oh, then I think you're okay. No, no, no. Well, we'll see. But we don't have to worry about giving the cold to our, our pets, right?
3: No, although ferrets can get uh, the flu
2: from so, a person. So if you've got a ferret, be careful. Yeah. Spear so into your pets, self control the pet population. If you're looking to get a pet, go to your local shelter or rescue and get one there. Thanks for joining us in this hour and uh, listening to us and putting up with us. And I'm John Patch. And I'm Dr. Sue Toper. And I'm the Lackey. And this is Talkin' Pets. I'll
1: tie you to a rhino's head. Good night, everybody. Bye. Spoil your dinner. Let's Talk Pets. Every week, on demand. Only on
0: PetLifeRadio.com.